You are now tuned in to Vuz Speaks, the podcast where we speak about photography and other topics. So let's get straight into it. All right. Are you ready? Talking to me? Yeah. Yes. All right. So what is the goddamn deal? YouTube, Spotify. Um, what's the other one? Apple Podcasts, Anchor. However you're listening to this podcast, welcome back um, again to another podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the last podcast, um, giving your feedback and giving some ideas for us to talk about on these future podcasts. Today, we have a very special guest with us to talk um, about some things. Uh, introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Amal. I am the girlfriend. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> you are the girlfriend. <clears throat> um, yeah, so today... We're going to be talking about um, things Amal, um, I don't really know if she cares to have too much say-so in it, but it's it's great, like I've been saying, to have somebody to talk to on these podcasts that can, um, especially someone who's not a creative. Sorry for not, for calling you, for not calling you creative. It's okay. <laughs> for somebody who's not a creative, who has like an outsider's type of view into like a world that we kind of know the end well not really even the ins and out of but kind of just more so um we know more about the community and what goes on and how we're looked at and how we look at things where she just doesn't know she just an outsider looking in so it'd be her 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 perspective (laughs) against mine i guess well not even against because we're not going against each other also if you're watching this on youtube amal's out of focus we had we can't do anything about it um I know people are probably looking like, damn, she's out of focus, <laughs> but we, we, the way we're set up, we can't do nothing about it. So, um, yeah, just don't even watch it. Just turn the audio on, walk away, you know, do stuff. Just listen to what we got to say also. But the thing is, um, I should have had you on the, um, last podcast cause it was about going to college to do something creative and you went to college. Not for something creative. Right, but you went to college, though. I did, yes. So what's your, like, view on going to college? I think if you have, if you want a career that requires a college degree and you are passionate about that career, then 100%, I say go to college. Mm-hmm. But I don't exactly believe that if you don't need a college degree for what you're doing, you particularly need to go to college. But with that being said... There's different things for different people. Mm -hmm. So some people will learn better in a classroom setting and other people will learn better through experience and practice Mm -hmm. and things like that. So it really just depends on the person. I agree. Um, What what are those things? I feel like things that you that you have to like. Also, I feel like sometimes people go to school for things they're not passionate about, but no will make them money in the future, like being a doctor. Mm-hmm. and a nurse <laughs> and uh, lawyers and shit like that. Yeah, for sure. I think people definitely do that sometimes, but we have to be able to check ourselves in those moments and be be like, do I really actually want to do this for the rest of my life? Am I willing to do this? Go see other people that work in that field, shadow, do whatever you need to do to figure out if that's what you really want because becoming a doctor or a nurse or a lawyer or anything like that if you don't have a passion for it, mm-hmm. you're not going to do a good job at it. Same with photography. That's great that you said that because I feel like it's the same way about photography. 
But you can go to YouTube University for photography. That's funny. <laughs> also, somebody had asked me, they, they DM'd me after that episode was up, and it was they asked if college was free, would I still feel the same way about people going to college for um, doing photography? And if college was free, go. It's free. You learn shit for free. You get to do shit for free, things you particularly wouldn't be able to do without college sometimes so if it was free i say go because my mama told me never to turn down no free shit so if that shit was free i'd be in there (laughs) but i still don't think you know you need to go to school to be anything creative or um do anything creative learn best out in the field and shit like that so i would i would more so say just you know get out there and do it but anyway that was, that was for last podcast this podcast is going to be about um taking pictures or being being if i don't know because it doesn't necessarily pertain to just photographers even though this is a photography podcast whatever we're gonna do just like for photographers so it's taking pictures for the ground versus taking pictures for the passion of photography and where the line like where where's the line divided at when you start taking pictures for Instagram, like, oh, I took these pictures for Instagram or I took these and then versus when you take these pictures for a higher purpose. So um, you following me mm-hmm. a little bit. So um, basically we post pictures on Instagram, right? Yeah, <laughs> we post pictures on Instagram, um, not every single time. But you know me and like where I stand with my photography and what I want to do with my photography and like what I want out of photography. And you know that for me because you know me. Mm-hmm. But um, you don't know necessarily all the time when you when you scroll on Instagram, you mindlessly just scroll and you see pictures that people post and stuff like that. And you, you, you tend to see trends sometimes. And um, these trends come from, you know, things being cool. Right. So um when people start following trends, it's more so is it more so feels like they're posting photos because it's going to do well. A lot, a lot of times, sometimes people post photos because they're going to do well on Instagram and not because this is something they truly love. Right. We've all done it. We've all, um, have fell victim to, you know, taking the cool pictures, the, the trendy pictures and all that other stuff, even with what I want to do in photography and who I feel like I am as a photographer, I've taken some trendy, you know, cool quotations around cool type of pictures before. But for me, um, and this con- this conversation kind of sparked my interest a lot the other day when I posted about Gordon Parks being um, the, the best photographer to ever um, touch a camera if you don't know who gordon parks is do you know who gordon parks is babe um no idea um so he's a photographer he was a black photographer born in like 1912 and you you hear 1912 and you know nothing good came for black people in the year 1912 and this man was born that year and he was a photographer documented during the segregation era um, I'm, I believe through two wars, then World War One and two happened during that time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I think just World War Two. Just World War Two. When was World War One? I? I think it was before 1912. Really? If I'm not mistaken. Mm. 1800s. 
uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, not important for this conversation, but um, lived through war, civil war, segregation, all that stuff, and documented through all those things. And a hundred years later, after he died, because I think he died in like 2006 or something like that. Um, but a hundred years after he was born, we're still talking about the man. Well, at least I am. But um, if you know photography and you look, you know, at older photographers, um, we're still talking about him and we still hold his work to this high regard. And Instagram wasn't around then. Right. So he solely took pictures for the love of it. And you can tell and what his impact had on the photography community then and today, especially for black people, is um, it's impressing and it's inspiring. And that's the type of impact I want to have with my photography. I want to be I want it to be 100 years later and people talk about me and my photography and what I did and stuff like that. Whereas I feel like when you post stuff, it's just going in a weird way because you have to post on Instagram in a way. Right. We're in that day and age where you have to post on Instagram. You don't have to. But if you want to kind of be known um, and you want to, you know, do things, your voice be heard, things of that nature, kind of got to start posting on Instagram. And it becomes a point where you're posting for likes. Are you posting for likes? Or are you posting because you love taking photos and you're just sharing your work with people, right? Um, you follow photographers on Instagram, babe? Or just me? Just you. Have you? Do you see photographers on Instagram? I do, yeah. What do you think? Wait, when you, what do you think about photographers on Instagram? I don't know. I think that I have no idea. The ones I see are the TikTok ones, mm -hmm. and they do a lot of TikTok-y <laughs> photography. And that's all I pretty much see. I only follow you, so it doesn't even pop up on my Explore page. Right. But I just see the trendy. So how do you fun. feel about the trendy kind of TikTok photography? I think it's kind of corny, but I think it's based for the kids. I think it's directed at young kids who are going to find it cool and stuff like that. I don't think it's there to show other serious photographers. <laughs> I don't think they're very impressed. <laughs> so that's cool because um, in a way it gives kids a, a, a reason to pick up a camera. But what we all have, we all have different reasons and different aspects in photography and just like views and goals for photography whereas me i take photography very serious and the message i try to portray through my images are very serious whereas other people they do photography just because they like doing photography but are you going to remember those people when it's all said and done if instagram was to die today and no social media app allowed people to post pictures on it who would people talk about in their homes or with other photographers because I think that's what's most important to me. I always said when I first started photography, I wanted to be in history books. I wanted people to teach about my photography when I got, I mean, when they got to college and stuff like that. So for me, photography always meant a lot more. And I found myself doing the trendy stuff sometimes and it never really fulfilled me. The reason I even started doing the things I'm doing is because, um, I was doing the trendy stuff at first. Like when I first started doing photography, I knew I loved photography. I didn't know what kind of photography I loved. I was trying to find my style, my way. 
all these things that meant something to me. And um, just, just, I started off posting pictures of like downtown, just things that I thought people would want to see because, you know, it was cool on Instagram. And it never like fulfilled me or brought me satisfaction. So then I started posting and taking pictures of where I was from, the people I grew up with, the people in my neighborhood. And I really loved that. And I really loved taking those photos, being in that environment, showing that stuff and what came from it and just the feeling I had. And um, I also always wanted to be just that black voice and person for other people who come from places like I do and see the things that I do and grew up the way that I do because we all have people from where I'm from in hoods around the world. We all have similar upbringings and, you know, just similar things we go through. And being a photographer is not on the list of things people that we're from. Um, it's not on the list of things we should be doing, right? If If you think about it, photography, like when you think about photography, when you think about a photographer outside of knowing me and knowing the things you know now, Ma, 10 years ago, what would you think of as a photographer? What would he look like or she look like? I don't want to do this. Come on, come on. This is for the podcast. We're, we're very transparent on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, I usually think of like older white men. Okay. With the vest. <laughs> you, we ain't have, you ain't have to say all that, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, when, when I was younger, um, older white men were what you thought thought of when you thought about photography whereas now I think about people like Gordon Parks and um, you know other black photographers and I think a lot more photographers there's a lot more black photographers come in and trying to show their truth and stuff like that so that's pretty important to me and I always wanted to be that person to show those people that you can do these things and you can document where you're from and document the things you want to document, take pictures of the things you want to take pictures of. You don't need to be accepted in this world where we're not, you know, accepted at first. Or if you're not like the best, even if you're the best, you still get overlooked. But anyway, impact and um, your work meaning a lot more to Instagram. Well, to you than to Instagram is what's I think the most important thing as far as creating a legacy. Um, when people look back on my legacy, I want them to remember that I was very outspoken. I said what I wanted to say. I took pictures of what I wanted to take pictures of. And I just overall did what I wanted to do and inspired people to do the exact same. Now with you know, creating this legacy, um, and trying to, you know, be that person that I'm talking about, a lot of things have to change because social media does exist. And you do, like I said, get caught up in the trends and taking pictures of all those things. So if I want to be remembered for what I'm trying to be remembered for, kind of got to change some things that I've been doing, like taking pictures of white women. There's nothing wrong with taking pictures of white women. Nothing at all. But I want to start showing more in pretty much 
just life in the inner city of Detroit. And just those type of things. So starting to shoot more black women, right? Starting to shoot, you know, mothers and fathers and black kids and things of that nature. Because that's what's going to be important for people, especially 2020, I feel like is a very important time. We went through all this stuff uh, with George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. Oh, my God. What was that? I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> that scared you? Uh, yeah, I didn't know where it was coming from. Scared the shit out of me. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So 2020 being a very, very, very important time in history with the George Floyd stuff, the Breonna Taylor stuff, the um, police brutality, Donald Trump being the president, you know, all the KKK shit, the Nazi flags, the Confederate flags, all types. There's a lot going on where it kind of feels like, well, I don't know what it feels like to go through segregation or any of those things. And I'll never pretend to uh know what that feels like this is i'm sure nothing close to what people back then actually went through but it's not far off what we go through today is not that far off america was never and america a lot of people want to say that america's changing but we're still kind of where we are where we were as far as racism goes. So with being a black photographer, there's definitely more opportunities than there now than there was for Gordon Parks, I'm sure. And what he went through is probably 10 times, 100,000 times harder than what I have to go through. You know, I just have to deal with a bunch of white people telling me that the people I take pictures of is gangsters and I and um, glorify violence and all these things, right? How do you feel about my photos, babe? Do you think I glorify violence? I don't think you glorify violence, but I also think that a part of standing out and a part of not being part of the trend is creating a conversation. So if your photos evoke a conversation, and maybe some people are angry about it and maybe some people love it. I think that's part of creating a legacy for yourself. How do you think I'm going with creating this legacy? I think you, you, you're not doing too bad for yourself. <laughs> you're doing okay. There's only one way to know and we won't know until we after know. you're gone. So yeah, that's there's, true. A, that's a, there's only one way to find out. Yeah. But I think when it comes to jumping on the trends and stuff, mm -hmm. I just don't think there's longevity in that. I don't think so either because I genuinely love photography. Like, it's all I can think about. Like, the other night we were in here, and I was just like, mm -mm, fucking love photography. Like, she she calls me a nerd sometimes. Like, all right, calm down, nerd. I'm like, I can't help it. Like, I actually love, love, love photography. It was pretty dorky. <laughs> Leave me alone. But... I really do love photography. Like, even if I'm not taking photos for my purpose or the purpose of what I'm doing, like I take regular photos all the time, photos of my friends, photos of just nothing all the time. But that's because I love photography. And I think that people who love photography, you can tell that they love photography. Like right off, you, like right off the bat, you can tell like, oh, this person loves 
has a passion for photography. And if you go to someone's page on Instagram, you see all the trendy shit, you see all the TikToky shit. You kind of start to wonder, like, does this person do photography because they actually love photography or is it because it's cool or because they can pick up girls or whatever reason they have for being a photographer? It just doesn't seem genuine. And every time someone looks at my photos, I want it to be like Amal said, evoke a conversation. Art's supposed to be uncomfortable sometimes. You're supposed to look at photos sometimes and it should make you uncomfortable if you're not used to it. I um I picked up a book. I forgot the name of the book, but I got this book from Shinola like probably four years ago, babe. Like four years ago, I got a book from Shinola, and it was about um the riots that happened in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And man, I don't know who this. I, I wish I remember the name of the book, the name of the photographer. But bro, every single picture in this book was just crazy. Now, granted, they were documenting riots. Of course, everything is going to be crazy, right? But I feel like you still have to, if you're going to document something like that, you still have to have a way with people. And because he, he didn't just document like just, you know, buildings being on fire and stuff like that, because clearly they did. But there was portraits of people, portraits of people in their homes and stuff like that. And these photos were very enticing, made you want to look through the book. Every single picture just made you want to look more and more and more and more and more into the book. And when I make a book, that's the type of feeling I want to have for my work. And I just feel like Instagram, you know, compared to a book is so much different. Back then, photographers had to make books to show their work to people. Whereas now you just post a shit on Instagram, go on about your day get 10,000 likes, 20,000 likes. You the man now. It goes by so quick too. Mm-hmm. You see that for a second and you like it. And as soon as you refresh your page, it's gone. It's gone. Whereas book is a book is forever, which is why I think these photographers back then are, have, have a lot more of an impact. They, they created work because I mean, they, they did, they did photography because they love doing photography. The only people that were going to see it, if they weren't famous, was them, their friends, family, maybe. You know, you do a gallery. I don't know how that stuff worked back then, but I'm sure, you know, making a name for yourself was a lot harder back then than it is now, right? Yeah. But I don't know, man. Just the the mindlessness of Instagram and trying to be that nigga on there just trying to be the nigga on instagram especially for photography it just seems to take the it just seems to take it away. like and you know immediately who 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 it is you can post regular shit like i post regular shit on instagram all the time but it's okay because at the same time people know that i have a, a passion a true passion for photography i don't just say it I don't just, you know, I don't act like it. I do. Where all this shit is fun at the end of the day. Like photography is fun. Even if you don't have a real passion for photography, photography is still fun for everybody. And and I'm not even saying that you have to have this super hardcore passion for photography to be a great photographer or to be remembered. But I just feel like 
if you for me personally for what i want the bigger purpose in my life is through photography and through photography my life has been saved i'm sure other people's lives have been saved and the things that they care about and do and you know shit like that just means a lot more to them because of photography I can honestly say without photography, I don't know what the fuck I would be doing. I don't know what the fuck my purpose in life would be without photography. And I definitely don't know what I would have a passion for if it wasn't for photography. So I'm very grateful and happy that I found photography and I found my voice through photography and that, you know, I have these values that I try to instill in people through my photography now, to me, that's that means a lot more than just a post on the gram. If I never posted on the gram again because it disappeared, I'd be like, damn, I had 160,000 followers, though. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it don't that don't matter. None of none of that matters at the end of the day. The only thing that matters is what you did and what you kind of, you know, what, what you did for photography. What did you do to move photography for it because all these great photographers they all did something to progress the photography community i guess they didn't really have trans to fall on back then either because you wasn't seeing people's work you wasn't seeing like a thousand photos a day back then huh you saw the newspaper the newspapers yeah like billboards and shit like that Mm -hmm. um what was the other shit like um like little uh damn i forgot the name of the shit they call like if you went into a store and you saw like oh an ad (laughs) (laughs) how did i forget that word but they saw ads and stuff like that where i can get on my phone right now and i can look at like a thousand photos within the next 30 minutes that shit is tiring and when you see, it's hard too, because when you see certain photos getting so much love, like the same style of photo, right now it's pastel-y, you know, city, little um, pictures of houses and stuff like that, blowing up. Everybody loves that right now. One one light on in a house type of shit. They're very non-offensive photos. Very non-offensive. They're, they're photos that it's hard for anyone to dislike Mm -hmm. because they are so non-offensive and that's kind of what does well in the social media society right now things that are not offensive yeah in any way yeah the little like you see a little coca-cola ad photos everybody can love this no matter where you're from no matter what you look like everybody can appreciate uh, a sunset photo of a house of a nice little suburban home with one light on Mm -hmm. You know, they're winding down. I'm not offended. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Happy for them. (laughs) Whereas if you come to my page and you see a nigga with with an (laughs) AK-47, you're immediately going to be like, what the fuck do they have going on in Detroit? Some people might be offended by that. Mm Mm-hmm. But you see the house photos going up. The shit's getting 50,000 likes. And you're like, damn, bro, I live next to houses. It's a a shit ton of houses where I live. I can go out and take some pictures of some houses, right? That's not going to offend nobody. And it's going to go up. I feel like 
especially now, people are so caught up with how well their photos are doing on Instagram and just just things that don't matter. What the gear that they're using, people care that shit has 8K. If a camera doesn't have 8K, people are complaining like, oh, fuck, this camera doesn't have 8K. Well, I mean, I think even history goes to show that people who have formed a legacy and after they died have been very important in their lifetime have mm-hmm. not been the most popular and could have been quite offensive mm-hmm. in some people's opinions during their lifetime. Mm-hmm. They shot Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. And yet we celebrate his birthday every year. Yep. So being popular in your lifetime can be good in your lifetime. But afterwards, is anyone talking about it? Mm-hmm. They call you crazy during the time. They hate you during the time. Right now, a lot of people hate me. I post a video on YouTube. That shit immediately gets 10 dislikes before it's even up for two minutes. The video's 15 minutes long. You didn't even watch the video. When people start disliking you just because of who you are, it's a good chance that you're on the right path, in my opinion. You can't let things like that discourage you. At first, it was very discouraging. People didn't like me. I didn't even understand why because I was very nice to everybody. Tried to be friends with everybody. But I spoke my mind about every and anything. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I think people forget that I am black and that I care about things that involve black people. I'm not, I don't have the fortune. Some people have the fortune. Some people are fortunate enough to not care about certain things. Not Not have to care. Not have to care. You know what I'm saying? It's, It's surprising to me how much people think because one, I have a following and two, um, I don't know. I'm a photographer that like, I just immediately forget or don't have to care about things that affect the black community. I don't, I didn't grow up with the, you know, I didn't grow up fortunate enough to not have to care about certain things that other people don't care about. You can overlook a lot of, a lot of photographers. They just, I speak on racism i speak on anything that you know involves me as a black man i'm gonna speak on it i don't care about photography shit colin kaepernick lost his job as an nfl quarterback because of the things he care about and look at him that man's gonna die a legend like colin kaepernick's gonna be a person we talk about after he's died after he's gone right yeah 100 percent and I feel like through photography, you I think you have to do with anything. If you want to be remembered after you're gone, you have to do more than what you do. If photography is that, you got to do more than photography. If if it's music, you got to do more than music. If it's sports, you got to do more than sports. LeBron also going to be remembered not only for being a great basketball player, but for the person he was off the court. And... That's just what it's going to take. And that's who I am. Not because that's like I'm not working towards that. I'm not like, oh, this is what it takes. So I'm going to do that. I've been this way before I was a photographer. Ask them all. She knew me before I was a photographer. I cared very much about all the stuff that I care about today. A lot. I was speaking on racism on Twitter 
long before I was a photographer. This shit not new to me. I just so happened to get a voice through photography. And that's what's great about photography. Because it gave me a voice. A larger voice. A bigger voice. A voice that can reach more people. Like the people listening to this podcast right now. I can talk to y'all. About shit like this. Because of photography. So for me. I just feel like. Creating a legacy through your work is much more important than being popular on Instagram. So you can tell the people who do it for the gram and the people who do it because they have a passion for photography. Because if you have a passion for photography, a lot more, you do a lot more than photography, in my opinion. People with passions do a lot more for the things that they have passions for. Like I said, LeBron and Colin Kaepernick. Malcolm X was a very passionate dude. He was a little, you know, extreme. Very passionate, though. We talk about him still today, right? A lot of people disliked Malcolm X. Some for good reason. <laughs> but he had a passion. I'm not really sure what that passion was. Okay, enough about Malcolm X. Let's just move I on. I like Malcolm X, though. I like Martin Luther King, too. I like Rosa Parks. I like Ruby Bridges. <laughs> I say all this to say, if you if you have to figure out if you're doing it for Instagram or if you're doing it because you have a passion for photography, just go through your feed. And then go through someone else's feed. And if it looks the exact same as someone else's, eh, might have a problem on your hands. Not to say that, you know, the things you like to take pictures of is, because you got, you got to take pictures of what's around you, right? But do you take pictures of what's around you because it's what's around you? Or are you around the cool shit? <laughs> live in LA all the cool shit in LA that's why I'm happy to live in Detroit low-key because it's like it's a lot of talented people here a lot of talented people here Detroit doesn't get the recognition it deserves in my opinion it's like a big city it's a huge city but people don't talk about it when they talk about LA and New York I mean don't get me wrong, shit's is huge, like a lot bigger, right? But very still, it's still a very big city with a lot of talent in it for a lot of things, photography, music, art. But I just like living here because it's just, you know, it's me. This is who I am. This, this city has literally made me into the person I am today. And sparked my interest in photography just i can never give up on the city first of all i tried to give up on the city i went to la i was like, i'm out of here fuck it's cold it's cold right now i'm looking at snow as i look out the window the more i look at it the more irritated i get it's cold outside right babe i told you not to go to la though <laughs> she did she said you gonna hate la it's like no nah, i gotta get my work on 
I gotta start making some connections. I knew you would hate it. Fucking hate LA, man. LA is so fake. It's nothing like Detroit. Literally nothing like Detroit. Detroit's a real ass city. You fuck around, bump into somebody in Detroit, they're gonna tell you, watch where the fuck you going. <laughs> Should I humble you real quick? Whereas you can bump into somebody in LA and then get mad at them that you bumped into them. It's the other way around. This shit don't work like that. <laughs> LA just not it. Not for people like me. I be chilling. LA just not cool. Do you like LA? No. <laughs> Why not? The place is nice. Just the people there are very different than what I'm used to. Yeah. It's kind of fake. It feels fake there. Yeah. Maybe it's not. Who knows? But it's just not what I'm used to. I'm mm -hmm. used to something totally different. So it's very uncomfortable for me there, I would say. <laughs> yeah. When you're from Detroit, just <laughs> being somewhere other than Detroit be very uncomfortable sometimes. <laughs> I swear. Even though Detroit can get a little little crazy sometimes, you still I still feel more comfortable down here than I do anywhere else. Also, I think people care about a lot of other things than we care about here. Yeah. A lot of external things. Mm-hmm. Image. Yeah, image, clothes, yeah. body, yeah. hair, a lot of stuff that it's not a big thing mm -hmm. where we're from. So yeah. it's very confusing. A lot of people here, I mean, people here care about each other too. Very welcoming city. Yeah, for sure. For I mean, despite popular belief, Detroit's very welcoming. Very welcoming. We love everybody. Take care of everybody. Just overall good city. You know what's wrong with LA? Just everybody there is not from there. Maybe that's it. You got weird motherfuckers from Utah, <laughs> <laughs> Idaho, Iowa motherfuckers who left their home because they like, I can't be in this place no more. Then they weird ass move to LA. And that's what's making it weird. Okay. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. I mean, you can't get offended unless you're a weird-ass motherfucker who moved to L.A. from Utah, Idaho. Mm. If that's not you, you have no reason to be offended. <laughs> <laughs> you just offended all of L.A. <laughs> no, there's some real niggas in L.A. You just got, you just can't, it's just, you got to go to certain places, man. Even though, even then, them places, because if you, bro, I don't know, enough about L.A. L.A. weird. <laughs> New York is a little bit better as far as realness goes. They're definitely a lot more real than L.A., but I just, I couldn't live in New York either, bro. I can't. I don't like New York at all. How you feel? It, there's just too many people in New York for me. It's a lot of people. It's just like too much. It's too much going on. I went to New York not too long ago, a couple years ago, bro. I was up for two days straight. I didn't even know. How the fuck this, that? I'm like, nigga, what day is it? I ain't been asleep in two days. <laughs> Bro, the city literally never stops. There's always something to do no matter what time it is. Give me four in the morning. There's something to do. Always. You know how we drive on the freeway late at night here? Like 10 p.m. It's nobody on the freeway. You can just drive straight home. <laughs> Bro, 4, 4 a.m. There's still traffic out there. Just being from Detroit, like you just appreciate the small shit like that. <laughs> like being able to get in your car and drive somewhere in, whenever you want. In five minutes. If something's <laughs> yeah. five minutes away, it's five minutes away. Always. <laughs> shit. Don't have to, you know, 
even though public transportation here would make it would be useful but you don't have to rely on it like people in new york and shit they're working on it they're working on it you think i don't know if we gonna see that shit in our lifetime but no th- we might you think so no they are working on it like actually like a like a railroad mm. like a train that goes from where um, it goes from Detroit all the way to Grand Rapids, and then what? another one that goes all the way up to Traverse City. Wow! Is it gonna go through like the suburbs and shit too? Like yeah, it's gonna go through Farmington everything: Hills. Ann Arbor, wow. Lansing, some big cities. Wow, that's crazy! If they make that happen. That's actually wild. I think they will. Wow. Hmm. Well, look at that. Is that Michigan or is that Detroit? Sounds like a Michigan thing. The both the railroads intersected Detroit. Ah, so, so the one going towards Grand Rapids. It's like a hub. Detroit. Detroit's gonna be like the hub. Yeah, ah. it's probably what that train station's getting made into. Ah, wow. You know uh, what? See, it all came together. I, now. It's coming all together now. Now that I think about it. Hmm. Interesting. That's 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 dope. I guess. Well, anyway, um, we kind of got off topic. There. You kind of got off topic. I be getting off topic sometimes. Don't worry about it. It's cool. It's okay. Um, I was kind of done talking about the Instagram thing, though. Um, I think a lot of people know that just Instagram is not the end-all, be-all for photography. Instagram doesn't even care about photographers anymore. So um, I don't think they ever cared about photographers. Actually, they might care about photographers the first day they made the app, and that was it. That was the last day they cared. And Mark Zuckerberg walked in with the million dollar bag and they was over it. That nigga said, let us buy Instagram from y'all. We'll give you, I don't even know, bro. I was talking to a mall about this the other day too. I just feel like if a big company like Facebook comes to you and they're like, we want to buy y'all. I'd be like, why? Like what y'all seeing that we don't? Cause right now our numbers down, but what the fuck is y'all seeing? When them numbers down, that bag be looking It'd be looking good. You know what I'm saying? You got a dog to feed at home. It's like, what you talking about, Mark? But clearly, a, a company like Facebook can see the growth of an app like Instagram. And they're just waiting to buy that shit so they can ruin it. And they did just that. So, here we are. All, you know, praising an app. We go on this app every single day and it fucking sucks. It's terrible. It's one of the worst apps ever. They're trying to delete my page, though, so I shouldn't even be talking bad about them like that. They're going to hear that and be like, oh, he want to talk shit, right? He think the app's so bad? Fuck it. You ain't got to use it no more, damn nigga. Be like, damn, nigga, I was playing. (laughs) (laughs) But to be honest, though, in all seriousness, I just don't think the people at Instagram now care about creators. It's more so for famous people. I feel like people with big following brands, like big brands that can sell shit. They just trying to make money at this point. Now I feel like if you were to start Instagram today, it'd be very hard to organically grow a following and shit like that. But mm, it is what it is, right? That's, the way the cookie crumbles. That's what they say. Is that what yeah. white people say? Yeah. Who crumbled a cookie? I don't know. I don't know why that's a saying. I that's heard. I heard. And, sorry to cut you off. But I heard in Korea, they say, instead of saying back in my day, they say back when tigers used to smoke. 
Really? Yeah. That's so crazy. So now I'm about to start saying that every single time I, like when we have kids, I'm just be like back when tigers used to smoke. It probably sounds different in their language. Ah, uh, probably. Because we have Arabic sayings that make no sense. Like? But, um, like, which oh. means the ocean drinks from the water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> okay but which makes no sense makes, when translated but makes zero sense it makes sense in the context that it's used i hear you i hear you <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i forgot what i was saying i was talking about instagram wasn't i yeah um you were oh, talking shit about instagram oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's right now nah, now nah, that's right but um when instagram is over with and it's like my space and nobody uses it and nobody's gonna remember just like nobody's gonna care about the niggas who was popular on instagram nobody not even the niggas who are popular on Inst- actually they might hold on to it like how people hold on to their high school popularity mm-hmm. glory days yeah the glory days the the peak you know people reach that peak some that of it peak, that peak be hitting that peak some of it was on instagram for some people they gonna talk about it nigga i had five hundred thousand instagram followers nigga they grandkids gonna be like, all right, shut up, grandpa. <laughs> they go not gonna care about that, bro. Just like I, 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 I won senior, uh, homecoming king, <laughs> or prom king. Ain't nobody care about you winning prom king. You ugly. You work at Rite Aid, nigga. What do you do? <laughs> you work at CVS, bro. Talking about some prom king. That's the only thing you can hold on to if that's the best thing that ever no happened to you. No offense to anyone that works at Rite Aid or CVS. No offense. You used to work at CVS. I used to work there. <laughs> no offense. I'm just saying for the people who, you know. You know, pharmacists work there. Yeah, pharmacists. I'm not Very talking about successful the pharma- people. I'm not talking about pharmacists. You're talking about the people that stock the shelves? Yeah. Just okay. the shelves. They're not even cashiers. They just stock shelves. Still good people. Still good people. I worked there once. I mean, not at CVS, but in a place like that. No, I'm not knocking, bro. You can't listen to this if you're going to be sensitive and get hurt by stuff like that. Like, you just can't listen to the podcast at all. <laughs> I'm just making jokes, man. If you're Instagram, <laughs> take a joke. Yeah, right. But anyway, like I'm saying, when that shit dies and it's all said and done, it's not going to be like, that's not going to matter. The things you posted, like, it'll matter if the things you posted and the person you were was held some weight if you were just a person who posted cool photos every day nobody's gonna care when it's all said and done what did you do what did you stand for did you even love photography or did you just do it because it's you know posted a picture it went up started getting followers you know you felt the high the like high oh when you get them likes you start getting this little high through your body you start feeling good about yourself yeah i do this shit you know what i'm saying when that shit gone, then what? You need to start asking yourself that if Instagram died today or if social media in general died today. If the internet died today, I'd be pissed. I'm not going to say here and I would say I won't be pissed. I'd be pretty upset. What the fuck is they doing? But is that going to matter? Are you still going to take pictures? Are you still going to go out and take pictures if you can't show nobody instantly? What is that going to evolve, evolve into for you? And if some people, and if you, if you, will, if you're gonna stop taking pictures because Instagram's gone, social media's gone, that's all. The, that's all you need to know. That's it. 
you do it for Instagram. You do it for social media. That's it. That's that's what this conversation boils down to. I could have said all that by saying, if Instagram died today, what would you do? Damn. That's 40, 48 minute conversation. <laughs> and I could have just said that, huh? Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was a good conversation though. Um, that's gonna probably wrap it up though. We got things to do today. Like get a car wash. It snowed outside. It's cold out there too. Gotta wash the car if it snows. Mm-hmm. Unless you got a garage. Congratulations. Yeah. Then you're one of the privileged ones. Mm. Also, if you got a garage and you can park your car in it, because people got garages, mm-hmm. but it's too much shit in there to put a car in it. <laughs> I'm putting my car in my garage. <laughs> Listen, it'd be so much shit in people's garages. Like a car could stay outside. I'm not about to put it. I think this shit is storage. <laughs> Every person I ever knew who had a garage in the hood, that shit never, never, a car was never put in it. Ever. But anyway, we got things to do today. So I'm probably going to, you know, go ahead and wrap this up. How do you feel about this podcast? Did you like doing it? It was really good. I was listening to it like I was listening to the podcast. I just, I'm sorry I couldn't contribute more to the conversation because <laughs> I don't, I don't know about any of this stuff. I just started using Instagram like two months ago. Ah, uh, well. As, oh, you know what? As somebody who started using Instagram two months ago, what's your? We're gonna we're gonna get this and we're gonna go. What's your like? How do you feel about it? First of all, why weren't you using Instagram to two months ago? And now that you use Instagram, how do you feel about it? Um, I never use Instagram or any type of social media because I didn't like that people that I didn't know or don't even know about could look at pictures of me and know about me i the whole concept seemed very weird to me Mm -hmm. i know it's very normalized to everybody else but the whole concept of it if we boil it down it's pretty weird kind of weird yeah Yeah, we're showing pictures of ourselves and our lives to people that we don't even know it's it's very confusing concept for me to grasp why i got on it no idea (laughs) do i know how i feel about it now no idea i Mm -hmm. actually i don't know i'm back and forth sometimes i enjoy it and i find it fun and sometimes I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Maybe check back in. I, I have no idea how I feel about it yet. I, I don't regret never getting on it at all because what I do and what my life is about has nothing to do with social media or Instagram. And that just happened more recently. So See, and that's all that matters. I like that answer. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> well, anyway, we're going to wrap this up. I appreciate everybody who... Uh, took the time to tune in and listen to all that and yeah just every single time i appreciate you guys and you know the love is real from me and from mama we uh <laughs> appreciate everything every single time so yeah man um share this with your friends share it with your family um share it with whoever and uh yeah i still don't know how to end this babe i don't know either um anyway i appreciate y'all Let's, um, let's get it. I think that's what I've been saying. Yeah. Let's get it. All right, let's do it.